All right, let's start off this year with Geraldine Page as Alexandra Delago in Sweet Bird of Youth. This is her third of eight nominations. Uh, going into Oscar night, she wins the Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Drama, and then BAFTA has her as a nominee in Lead. Um, in Sweet Bird of Youth, again, Geraldine plays Alexandra, who is a has-been movie star on the verge of a comeback who's also a drug addict. Um, she is way too full of herself. But weirdly spicy and present in what's around her, even though she's not due to her drinking and smoking habits. Um, so, Brandon, what do you think of Geraldine Page as Alexandra in Sweet Bird of Youth? So, I really like Geraldine Page here in Sweet Bird of Youth. Um, this is, I believe, her second consecutive uh, nomination for leading a Tennessee Williams production. And I think she sops this role up for everything it's worth. Um, Alexandra is someone who is in a very troubling mental state. Uh, she doesn't know where her career is going, and she's not sure what that means for her future uh, financially and uh, what it means for her relevance and her self-worth. And she uh, self-medicates with alcohol and uh, she has such a horrible, beautiful, tragic downward spiral that is really coming to a head here in this story as she and Chance, the uh, Paul Newman character, stop in this little town in Florida and uh, drama ensues. But I think Geraldine Page really finds every moment that she can to really juice up this film and I don't think she leaves a second wasted here. Um, I think she's fabulous as uh, the princess in Sweet Bird of Youth. Yeah, I agree. I think Paige is a revelation here. I think she's so much fun to watch. You're so intrigued with her character. You know, when, when I just talked about Shirley Knight, I was like, you know, she's not the, Shirley isn't the big, uh, the big glitzy role, but Paige is this role. And it's one that you like, you weirdly find yourself in, in there somewhere. And I love when an actor can make you feel like, holy shit, that could be me. You know what I mean? So I really like this one. Um, I really appreciate Paige in this one. Like this, this is why I think I really liked Paige and Pete and Tilly, even though Pete and Tilly is a, very different role um she brought she brings this like sweet comedic timing to alexandra that is just so over the top that it's i just want to sop it up with a biscuit like it's it i just want more of it like i want i want her to just be so like when she's when she's condemning newman's character at the end of this where she's like, you will get old and you will lose your beauty and I will have no use for you. I'm like, damn. Like, holy shit. Brava. Brava, brava, brava. There is a sort of um, unintentional camp factor to this performance. Like camp in the Susan Sontag sort of definition of it, where she sort of wrote, this is like back in the uh, 60s or 70s, whenever that was, that she defined camp as being an unintentional thing. And if you're trying to be camp, then you're technically not camp. I don't know. Everyone has their own definitions of camp and it's really fucking annoying. But this is that, 
this is that version of it, I think, uh, because Geraldine Page is really living it up here and really going for it in the juiciest way while also being completely grounded. This character doesn't feel unbelievable to me. It feels very, really true to life and three-dimensional, but exaggerated. And just in, exaggerated slightly enough to where you still believe that she's a real person, but exaggerated enough to where you believe that she's a, a Tennessee Williams character. And she writes that line very precisely, and I, and I commend Geraldine Page for that. It's also kind of sad that when an actress is getting to a certain age and trying to come up with projects to do, Sweet Bird of Youth seems to be that production that always gets brought up, especially in the theater world, for an aging actress who's not even that old. Yeah, Geraldine Page was not even that old when she did this movie, and the character's not even that old. But this is sort of that go-to option for an actress reaching that point in her life, and I have a feeling that a lot of that has to do with Geraldine Page and how well she was able to craft this performance um, on screen, and I believe on stage. If I'm not mistaken, she also originated this role on Broadway. So I feel like a lot of the play's lasting ability has a lot to do with Paige. Um, of course, Tennessee Williams is a huge name, and um, the play and character would have been successful in their own different ways, but I think Paige has a lot to do with how this role and story is remembered in the way that it is today. I agree. I agree. Well, it's funny that you brought up roles for women of a certain age, because this one is also used as that definition to go with pages. Um, Catherine Hepburn is Mary Tyrone in Long Day's Journey Into Night. Um, this is Catherine's ninth of 12 nominations Going into Oscar night, she go, she has a Golden Globe nomination for drama, but she's Cannes Film Festival's Best Actress winner of that year. So she had that going for her. In Long Day's Journey and Tonight, again, Catherine plays Mary Tyrone, the iconic, drug-addicted, hot mess of a mother who really does have a heart of gold, but her exterior is so sharp from being so broken that to chip away to her inner self, you have to really dig deep. Um, so let's continue that talk of these roles for women and take us away. I really love Catherine Hepburn in Long Day's Journey and Tonight. This was one of those performances of hers, one of those dramatic performances of hers that I feel doesn't get brought up enough, um, especially when talking about her Oscar nominations. Um, this is a pretty long movie, and it's a pretty long <laughs> play. Yeah. Um, the play itself, I believe, is for like four hours when you perform it in its entirety. So the movie was able to carve out about a quarter of the material and still make it work, I think. But Hepburn, I think, makes the time fly when she's on screen. She really takes to heart all of these monologues and these uh, verbal exchanges that she has with her scene partners and really brings them to life in a very intricate way that has this sort of sort of captivating effect where she's drawing you in, especially in those very 
luxurious long takes that Sydney Lamet gives her when she's telling her stories and really going back to a certain place mentally before she was so drained and pulled apart by her own um, trauma and anxieties and substance abuse. And uh, Catherine Hepburn, I think, is phenomenal here. This doesn't feel like Kate Hepburn. She's one of those actors who you sometimes know what you're going to get when you go into one of their movies. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but if you go into a Kate Hepburn comedy, you, for the most part, know the beats you're going to get. And you know she's going to deliver and you're going to enjoy it, but you kind of have a sense of what that's going to be. Here in um, Long Day's Journey into Night, we're seeing a completely different side of her that I don't think we got very often in her career. She's really going to a very dark place here and also a very quiet place. She has her big moments of outburst, certainly. But for the for a lot of this film, this is a very deep introspective performance, especially in those monologue moments. Um, and this is a very, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm trying what I'm looking for here, but it's a very low-key performance with a fire underneath it, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, upon doing, revisiting this movie, I'd seen it before, and doing research for this episode, I found an interview on YouTube where Catherine talked about being directed by Sidney Lumet. And she credits Lumet for being the only director to ever strip away Catherine the actress and rely on Catherine the realistic person. And what she meant by that was it was the only time in her career where she didn't feel like she was acting for the camera, but directly acting for the director, which I find fascinating. Because if you think about it, you know, stage actors direct or stage actors act for the audience and camera actors direct for the camera. So we're the audience inside the lens. If you're directing for, or if you're acting for your director, you're honestly putting on a a show for one person and therefore I think it becomes a little bit more intimate and that's what I think she meant by that and I think it comes across here um I, I there's something about her performance here where she's not she she's over the top without being hammy but she's she's not I don't want to say underrated she's not um she's not subdued by just doing nothing. Like she's perfectly balanced. Um, it's heartbreaking. And it's, it, there's there's just that realistic sense of you, you, you feel like this could have been your own mother or your, your grandmother or your aunt or whoever. And I think it's beautiful. I think this is a great Catherine Hepburn performance that I do agree does not get brought up as much. Why? I don't know. I mean, yes, Long Day's Journey and Tonight is a, is a is a journey of a film. I mean, it's it's long, but it's. I mean, if you can sit through The Irishman or fucking Boyhood, like I had to do today, um, you could sit through this. And trust me, this is way more of a better payoff than those other two that I just mentioned because it, it's glorious. 
Is Sidney Lamette also one of those directors who I feel doesn't get enough credit for how well he was able to translate theater to the screen? Um, Long Days is obviously based on a very famous play, and it's all set in one location with just a handful of actors, so it has that that stagey quality to it. But it's not filmed in a very stagey way. Uh, Lamette had a very Mike Nichols way of telling stories like this, where it feels very intimate and in the moment. You almost feel like you're in the room with these people a lot of the time. And when they're speaking, you almost feel like they're speaking directly to you. And um, that does seem very much the opposite of what we usually get from Katherine Hepburn. Uh, she usually makes her style work, and that's fantastic. But this is a, a very different type of performance from her. And um, I think it's beautiful and tragic and everything in between. Yeah, I agree. It's a really good one. You have been listening to a clip from one of our Academy Queens bonus episodes. If you would like to hear all of this episode and the rest of our sensational bonus content, please prance on over to patreon.com slash academyqueens and join our queendom.